Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Juan, it looks like the latest thing with uh, USMCA, it looks like we're going to be going live on July 1st. That's really hot news. Super hot, Steve. Yes, July 1st is the date now. Official, published on the USTR, so we're good to go on this. That's only a few months away. Uh, a lot of push was given to get this going, uh, especially as it related to the whole COVID-19 situation. There was a lot of push to get this going. There's a lot of incentive discussion going on that this will help several companies for this. So yes, there's a lot of anticipation to get this going as quickly as possible. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Masters Method Podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is a good friend, Juan Moreno. Hi, Juan. Hi, Steve. I'm the Director of Trade Compliance here at Zisser Group, where I've been here for the last 11 years. I originally started working for a maquiladora in a brokerage company a few years back. I'm excited to be joining Steve today for this important topic. Well, today's trade news topic is going to be about the USMCA and the latest updates. What we're going to share with you is some of the things to get ready for this brand new program, uh, some of the things with the rules of origin, the certificates of origin, and talking a little bit about vendor certs. Well, Juan, I think the biggest thing right now is, in your view, between the USMCA and NAFTA, for most companies, big differences here? No, Steve, not from our perspective. From an import-export perspective, not a whole lot. Uh, there, there are some industries that are more uh, affected than others. Uh, as we've heard, the automotive is probably the biggest one that has that suffered the most changes. But for the most part, as far as import and exporting is concerned, no major, major changes that I foresee. So, so what are you recommending in terms of the rules of origin? There are some differences. So what are you recommending that companies do in terms of the rules of origin? Because starting on July 1st, they're going to have to use the USMCA rules of origin. So what should they be doing right now to prepare? Well, first of all, they should be identifying the new rule under the USMCA and comparing it against the old NAFTA rule. Uh, try to see if there's any differences between one to the other. The language can change. Obviously, the criteria can definitely change where it might be now easier or harder to qualify. So it's very important that companies identify their specific rule, review and compare literally side by side to make sure they understand whether there's any impact to their overall production process or their operations. So definitely a side-to-side comparison of both rules is mandatory in my book. Okay. Well, I love I love that recommendation. I completely agree with you. I think that's an excellent recommendation. Side by side comparison. The good news, if there's no difference, then obviously if you qualified under the old rule, you'll qualify under the new rule. If there is a difference, like you said, it could be either a little bit harder or a little bit easier. But then obviously you want people to apply the new rule. So this is a great opportunity to revalidate your eligibility side by side using the new rules. That would definitely be the first step. 
once they go ahead and, and redo the new rule and, and see if they qualify or don't, um, obviously a lot of companies, one, have already prepared their NAFTA search. And typically it's a blanket search for the entire year. They started that, what, back in January. It's going to be good through the rest of this year. Um, what are your recommendations in, as far as updating that search, their NAFTA search going forward through the rest of the year? Uh, Steve, <clears throat> I would only update it for changes. For example, if there are product qualified before and now it doesn't, obviously that's a major change that you need to do to your existing NAFTA cert and vice versa. If there was something that didn't qualify before and now it does, definitely want to make sure that you update it. As far as everything else on the, as far as the actual NAFTA cert elements, one of the things that we heard obviously is that we were moving away from the 434 official NAFTA cert format and it was now becoming a more freeform um, option where you, as mm -hmm. long as you had the elements of the NAFTA cert, you were good. So provided you have that, that's really where I would focus on. Make sure that your NAFTA cert covers the products that you're that you're that you're claiming on, and and ensure that it's accurate a hundred percent. Because the last thing you want is for that cert to become obsolete per the new rules. As far as it stating North American Free Trade Agreement versus USMCA, I don't consider that to be a major material uh, issue to change. In fact, if anything, I would just focus on making those changes for the next year. But for this year, I wouldn't worry about that specific change. Everything else, though, would matter. And, and the reason you're saying that, Juan, is for the most part, because you said earlier, this is kind of a free-form um, approach, there's really yes. no absolute mandate. As long as you're capturing the right data elements, and then certainly we could all agree that the 434 has all those right data elements anyways, why not just use the same form you've been using before? I mean, if you really want to be technical, I guess you could block out the word NAFTA on it, but all the data elements are essentially the same, right? Exactly the same, Steve. No changes, nothing whatsoever. Everything exactly the same. I agree with you. Okay, so that certainly makes it easy. So, yeah, that, that's a great recommendation. I think that, that, look, if you need to update it, certainly update it if it needs to add more items or take items away. But I think the overall format we would recommend that you continue to use. Now, the other thing that I think that was interesting with the USMCA is about who can sign the cert. And certainly now the rule is that a importer can now sign the cert. But, one, our recommendation is still what? How, who should really be signing these certs? Well, if anything, Steve, we, we, we strongly advise to continue the same process as before, which is basically the producer manufacturer, which is typically the exporter. Those are the ones that technically should be filing, signing, I'm sorry, that certificate of origin. Yes, the importer can now sign it, but we don't advise that. At the end of the day, the person that has the most knowledge on that NAFTA uh, certificate and the person that actually is making the, the specific certifications that the item is eligible is the producer or manufacturer. So we advise keeping that same process in place. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I think that's the most, like you said, that's the most reliable information. Anyways, I think that if you get into um, importer signing cert, the question is if an importer signs a cert, He's going to have to have a backup cert behind it anyways from the producer. So I would continue to rely on the producer signing of the cert just like before, even though the rule offers you a lot more flexibility. Um, I want to create a little bit more discipline. So I think you're right. We want to continue that process, don't we? 
Definitely, Steve. I highly recommend that they continue and not change that process at all. Keep it where the manufacturer, producer issues the cert, and you just receive it on the back end. Okay. I, think, I think that's a great idea. Now, the other issue I know that's come up is obviously one of the things we all do in NAFTA is we would go out to our suppliers and our vendors and get certs for the things that we purchase or the things that we acquire. Um, obviously, most of us, of course, have already gotten all those certs for 2020. We already have those in place uh, from our suppliers and vendors. So our recommendation going forward with the USMCA, uh, do we have to update those or do we have to maybe just let them know, hey, if there's any changes, let us know. But do we really need to go out and get new certs from all our vendors and suppliers? Steve, if not a new cert, at least some kind of a statement or something from that supplier that issued that cert to you that basically confirms that under the new USMCA rules, the goods are still eligible. The last mm -hmm. thing is that uh, per the change in rules, the cert that they issued to you is no longer valid. So definitely you want to make sure that your supplier who issued the cert to you gives you either an updated cert with, I don't know, maybe USMCA at the top now in the formal official format, or at least a statement that says all NAFTA certs issued before are still eligible under the new USMCA rules of origin. I would at least go for that, Steve. I, I, I would agree with that. And certainly what I'd probably recommend is at a minimum, definitely, I would definitely reach out to all my suppliers who issued cert and remind them, hey, the USMCA is now effective, and please confirm, you know, please let us know to at least show your due diligence. Please let us know that the certs that you issued under NAFTA are still valid under USMCA. Obviously, I'd love them to issue a counter document doing what you just said, recertifying that everything is still in play. But at a minimum, you've got to notify your suppliers and your vendors just to remind them, hey, I asked the question. I reached out to them. Uh, hey, guys, recheck, revalidate, because essentially, if you're going to go out and revalidate your NAF, your USMCA, they should be going out and revalidating their USMCA at the same time, right? I agree with you 100%, Steve. That is exactly the process that I would recommend that they follow. So it looks like one, basically, yeah, we got the rules of origin, we got the certs, we got your vendor certs. Uh, definitely there's some work to be done over the next couple of months in re-looking at, reconsidering your information. But the good news here for most companies, hopefully this should not be too big of a challenge and getting ready for a USMCA should really be pretty much business as usual, just like under NAFTA. I agree with you 100%, Steve. Companies that are basically classifying products in Chapter 84, 85, 90, those are the companies that I would recommend that they spend some time looking at the new rules and just making sure whether there's any change at all. Um, from, our original, from our initial scope out of some of these changes, it looks like for the most part, a lot of the changes were to the opposite side, meaning that they're not as favorable as they used to be. They're making it a little bit more harder to qualify. So that puts more pressure on companies that were claiming NAFTA originally to relook at the new rules and make sure that they're still eligible. That is, that is, that is uh, something that was very true, that if anything, the rules became harder to qualify. So it's very important that most companies, that a lot, that all companies relook and confirm and verify. 
Okay, no, great, great, great suggestion. Well, one, I want to thank you for that information. I think it's very valuable as companies are starting to go through the process and preparing. And certainly, uh, this is something over the next two months they want to be very diligent at, um, you know, getting ready for the USMCA. So it's pretty exciting. We're going to have a brand new agreement. And uh, um, I think that's very, very good news for all of us. I agree, Steve, 100%. Excited times are coming. So looking forward to the new USMCA. So I want to thank you for joining us today on the Master of Method podcast. And thank you, Juan, for sharing those recommendations. I think it's very, very important. So bye-bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Steve. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.